Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Thai Gap Podcast. My name is Bogus Noog. Brute was not able to join us this week. And our episode this week is on why observation, it's not easy. In this episode, we're looking at a distinction between observation and all the other ways you use your eyes and the underlying significance behind the word observation, why it is important, and what other reasons why observation is not easy. All right, so we start off with the context behind how we use the word observation. But do we really? Not if you have been observing. Because we start off with our socials. <laughs> on Twitter, you can follow us at ThighGap, on Instagram at underscore ThighGap, on Vito at ThighGap. It's barely even an account. I mean, there's no, we don't even have a logo up there yet. It's just a placeholder. But uh, hey, if Vero ever got you curious, then you can find us there as well. And who knows what beautiful things may happen. And finally, our email is mindthygap at gmail.com. Okay, now we get into the context. In what context do we use observation? Pretty much in alignment with the dictionary meaning, which is if you look it up, you'll find versions of to see or to regard with attention, to make a note of, or to comply with some sort of obligation. You know, like, let's observe a minute of silence for Brute who is not with us today. So observing a minute of silence. It's like a ritual or an obligation. We have to observe. So of course, that's the other flavor of it, as you may already know. And I'm usually interested with where the words came from, what were the root words that made it up. It's called etymology. So if you look that up for the word obligation, it starts with an old French word and then keeps going back to Latin. Then it goes further back to a proto-Indo-European root word. And then there's also a connection to Avestan, which is the OG Persia. So the word observe basically is broken down into two words. One is ob, which means to word. And then the other one is the Latin word servare. And you have to say it like that. Servare. It means to watch or to keep safe or to protect. That's what servare means. And servare is the word that has another root word sourced from, you know, PIE, Proto-Indo-European. And that root word further goes to mean to conserve, to protect, to guard, that kind of thing. So why even go into all of this stuff? You know, why even bother about etymology? Because our language is being fucked with. And we may have done an episode, language is not easy, I'm not sure, I don't remember right now. But uh, if we haven't, we will. So, tag up, subscribe, and share. But it's becoming one of the easiest shake of the rug, sort of to just fuck with language a little bit and get people confused about what one is saying and what the other's understanding. And it becomes such an easy environment. It's a vibe set. It becomes such an easy vibe set for just, you know, shit to keep hitting the fan. And to attack language is basically to create confusion because you can't probably create conviction. You can't get others to consciously come on board or come on the same page. So you can't convince them, so now you gotta confuse them. And that's for the reason why language is being diddled, okay? And that's the reason why we look at root words. So already what we see is this aspect of the servare word. Um, you, you can clearly hear serve in that. 
and there is an aspect of that as well it also means to serve to attend to is pretty much the same as to attend to someone is like if i'm a waiter that's my job i would attend to the customers and if i want to make my life easy i'm just going to do the job with you know the bare minimum requirement of competence so as to not create any drama and just go in go out quick get it done then my state of mind is probably random all over the place until i approach this customer right so as soon as i'm approaching my customer i'm probably amplifying my attention and concentration towards this person it is expanding some of my energy for sure and i'm looking to grasp everything this person is trying to say about what they want so that i can give them exactly what they want and not only would it be minus drama i might also get a nice tip you know for just being easy for a change so while i am amplifying my focus and concentration on this person i'm also being very attentive to their needs which also is probably connecting to an aspect of empathy for that person if i didn't care at all i i couldn't bring myself to care about what they want if i had no empathy and also some amount of humility where there is that obvious service element i mean it's literally that's what's going on there so that also requires some amount of humility again to be able to do a decent job of it so this aspect of the servare in observe or observation which conventionally what we understand it is again it probably gets mushed up a little bit with other words like seeing noticing staring glancing but none of those other words have this element of service included in its building blocks and if we look at the distinction between those words watch glance see stare versus you know the word observe then all these other words if we look at their surface level and what their depth looks like the surface level of watch is like you're watching a tv show you're pretty much passively watching it for entertainment and a way to kill time or the other version of it with depth is where you watch something or someone with intent you know you watch someone with intent then even with glance the surface level is like just a cursory glance didn't mean anything there was no purpose there was nothing more to it you just looked up monke and the deeper version of that would be like a meaningful glance like a loaded kind of glance uh, the kind of thing that women imagine you know communicating paragraphs and paragraphs worth of information like uh, oh i'm just going to glance now i just flick my head and he probably got 3 pages worth if he has any sense so that kind of meaningful glance the word see as well the superficial aspect of it is just of course like seeing in general and then the one with depth is where they say i see right through you that's the deeper version for sure seeing right through someone that means you've penetrated you know there's penetration involved in that there's direction involved in that it's an unwelcome intrusion when you just let someone know that you've seen right through them it's not exactly what they signed up for but then again turned out they didn't have any defenses whatsoever so if he's walking naked what can you do the superficial version of stare with stare it's almost like you know there's always an attached intent or an emotion behind it if i stare at someone the only moment where i would stare at someone without any intent or any emotion behind it i imagine is either if i'm sleeping with my eyes open or i'm completely not unconscious or i'm dead but otherwise there's always a reason behind a stare it's like everywhere she went in india 
she was constantly stared at and not one of them told her she had shit on her face so if we look at all of these words their superficial versions and their deeper versions and we compare that with observation like i said before the survare aspect of observation is what sets it apart from all the other versions of looking seeing noticing and there also seems to be no superficial version of observation by definition or by its building blocks by its composition it seems to be something that is either always on a deeper level or detail oriented to observe silence in respect uh, for someone to observe a fast and then to observe your surroundings no superficiality clause with this one it seems like so why then is observation important you know they say the devil is in the details but so is god and observation is a detail oriented exercise and if it's done right that means we have to be relatively neutral while observing that is the added aspect of it or requirement and if it is done with increased focus or attention or concentration just to you know to record or document things as they are and not to add any spice along with it so by observation done right what i mean is it probably helps if we are as neutral as we can be and we are just observing to soak in and record things just as they are adding to that increased attention or concentration kind of tilting toward a bit robotic now there's probably a lot of ways to succeed you know like to achieve our goals and stuff but time is also an important factor i mean sure we can probably rely on hard work like purely rely on it but we also have to accept the time factor that comes with that it's probably always going to take longer with just a solitary hard work approach whereas creativity and intuition these are like two abilities that can work around that time aspect it can probably shorten it by a lot by a meaningful amount but both are detail oriented endeavors you know like creativity and intuition so it's not easy being either creative or intuitive just on a superficial level so if we have to get good at detail oriented efforts then it stands to reason that we have to get good at being detail oriented first and if we have to get good at something anything we basically need practice reps and sets and iterations and blah 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 i mean if i have to dig for some treasure that i know is there but i've never dug in my life before i could be here for a while i don't know better techniques to dig in a way that saves me time and effort if i have to keep a bonfire going you know i have to survive like a bone chilling night in the outdoors and if if i don't know better hacks i might just burn through more wood than required meaning i have to either chop or collect more wood as a result more effort for me so we have to get good at being detail oriented in the first place and observation is a detail oriented effort indulging in this or any other detail oriented stuff on a regular basis is just like a workout it would be like a practice to just being detail oriented like in deep water diving you keep diving a bit deeper every time so you just get used to the pressure conditions you know and you keep pushing your tolerance levels just bit by bit and this would also be practice for just getting the process of observation right to begin with so practicing observation right would be practice for also being detail oriented 
would be practice for being slightly at more ease with depth. And as a result, it would also be practice for channeling, you know, our creativity and our intuition with a lot more ease to a point where it starts happening without your control or pursuit of it. So why is observation important? Because just focusing on getting observation right is now linking to all of these other things, getting a little bit easier because all of these are probably more connected than some other things. But in general, everything is interconnected and nothing exists in isolation except for plastic. Why else is observation important? Because it's also a practice of neutrality. You know, it's a practice for being unbiased, of gradually reducing that unconscious bias from things as well, not only the conscious bias. And it's a practice for being able to tie down that emotion monkey, you know, and just context switch to like a more robotic kind of mode, just temporarily, you know, just to increase efficiency. And what do you know, that gives us practice for discipline because discipline requires some of that robotic mode stuff. And now you can make engineering like the Germans or Japanese, and then you can design them like maybe the Italians or the Brits. What do you know? All right, so that about covers why observation is important. Why else do you think it's important? Did I miss out on anything? Let us know. I'll plug our socials again in the end. So why is observation not easy today? It's pretty easy to note. You know, what are all the things today that keep us from going deep? or, you know, detail-oriented activity. We got apps that artificially create a sense of ADHD in people. All news seems to be breaking all the time. Our attention spans are like in a pinball machine, you know, bouncing around between notifications. And we're more likely to puke information than what we had for dinner. What we need is the Doordarshan life. Ah, the Doordarshan life. For those who don't know, you could also think of it as what we need is the old 8 p.m. news life. The one hour a day, I get to hear how horrible the world is. And the rest of the time, I can just smell the flowers and hear the birds sing. I feel we desperately need that ruthless, you know, like military compartmentalization of things. Without that, it's like there's never a still moment. We're always blowing away like leaves in the wind and not in a good way. Like whoop-de-doo, I'm free. No. It's not easy because it's surprising how much effort it takes to observe in today's time, like consciously observe. If I can give an example from photography, when I indulge in that hobby, right, I have to push everything else aside mentally and I have to really just look at my surroundings, like really look, almost again in a robotic way, like I'm an alien that just landed here. You know, without judging, without calculating, first of all, this is the first time I'm looking at any of this. Let me just take it in, only in, and know the processing. So, okay, I really got to look. Now, start with the horizon level, see as far as I can see. Then I have to observe everything above that, up to the sky, all the information that I can see there. And then now below that, right down to a macro level to try and get all that information in and soak all this information in with intent, you know, like purposeful, like with purpose. And actually consider all the visual elements first individually by themselves and then consider them including their background some of it and then also consider how these individual elements are relating to each other so you can see i don't know if you know for anyone else this gave you an impression of effort but in reality i can attest to the fact that i feel some energy has been expended 
I, I definitely break into a sweat. I'm sure I'm burning some calories. I don't know how many, but it definitely feels like you're a bit exhausted after that. I mean, not really, not literally, but you know what I mean. And then there's always, of course, more potential for depth. You know, like having considered everything, all of the things that I mentioned before, there are other things like, is there a mood or emotion to this place? Like how there's this electric vibe just before a thunderstorm. So is there a mood to this place right now? And can that be captured somehow? If yes, how do I capture it that way? So all of this takes effort for me, especially when I have to break away from what I'm usually doing, notification, notification, context switching between 10 different things. And then all of a sudden I have to like slow breaths, deep breaths, be the wind. You know, obviously it's not going to be easy. It's also not easy because it needs shutting up and shutting up. It's not easy. The last episode we happened to release itself is silence. It's not easy. Check it out. Goes into all of those reasons. But in this case, it may not be as troubling because you know, our usual monkey thoughts are taken over by uh, focus on observing. We're actually focusing on something specific. We're trying to observe. We're trying to just take everything in. So that covers up for the usual thoughts or thought processes. Energy is definitely getting expended here. And the silence is actually required to conserve some energy and to use that to sort of amplify levels of focus and levels of concentration. And it also takes effort, some amount of effort to remember to suspend judgment or conclusion. Just as a reflex, it's highly likely that as we are observing something, if of course, you know, we're trying to start off and we don't have much practice, as we're observing, easily we just slip tasak into that bias or conclusion or quick judgment. So it takes some amount of effort to monitor that and to keep reminding ourselves that this is not about conclusion right now. It is not about opinion right now. It is just about observing things as they are. Which of course reminds me of a quote that we've mentioned multiple times on Thaiga podcast before. Jiddu Krishnamurti has this quote. Uh, the highest form of intelligence is to observe without evaluating is basically put it in a simple short sentence and if you'd have asked me at that point of time i'd have probably written two pages to kind of sort of try to draw a picture of what i mean and this is just one sentence but hey it's it's okay the other way you look at it you milk it out for a third podcast episode <laughs> it's not easy also because of social conditioning or social engineering of course keeps pushing us towards quick conclusions judgments it keeps pushing us to lean on our biases. And it also pushes us into these algorithmic echo chambers, which are very quick to just reinforce our bias. That's what they're meant for. It's meant so that you always walk away feeling like, yep, I was right on that one. And there's no contest. There is no different perspective because it's not being allowed, basically, because, oh, your feelings are so important and we have to go walking away feeling superior about things. You know, there was a time where it was conventionally considered a very lowly kind of trait, a very cheap kind of trait to attack someone else's livelihood, you know, to go after their source of income just because you have some sort of disagreement or difference in opinion. But this shit is regular today. Just a little bit more observation in general of what after effects that sort of move has on someone just that little bit of observation may actually stop us from encouraging or even participating in that sort of shit 
there was a time where privacy was given some value actually and now it's pretty common today like it's no big deal to just reveal screenshots of private communication no matter what medium but you have a small trivial argument it's not even like legal level and so quick to just come up with those screenshots like it's nothing that used to be a big deal there was also a time when it was considered unacceptable to kill the messenger and we of course have a whole episode on it called don't shoot the messenger check it out but that's the first thing we do today you know it's a game of whack a mole you're the first person who wanted to call out that something was maybe going wrong or something needs careful reconsideration boom comes down the hammer how could all of these things become such regular happenings today if people could still in general be able to observe more than they do it would not be possible at least if not all of it a good chunk of it to a significant degree it would not be happening i think because to include all of the elements of observation there's humility there's empathy there's care there's protection there's service there's attention focus concentration so if people could in general observe more today's situation wouldn't have been that easy and for all those aforementioned reasons ladies and gentlemen we say observation it's not easy so what did you guys think of observation and why it's not easy do you agree or disagree with something do you have anything to add let us know on our socials on twitter we are at thigap on instagram at underscore thigap on vero at thigap and our email is mindthigap at gmail.com and as we always say thigap podcast subscribe and share